right now. It's ghosticles time. It's ghostly, ghostly, toasty, hosty, ghostly, 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 and I'll just I'll make a little piano part to it. It'll be great. Yeah, and then we just we play that at the it. beginning, yeah. and then and then we go on with the show. We don't have to sing it every time, but we still. But will. I think part of the fun is kind of reinventing the tune anew every time. Every time, it's, right? There's little changes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's, I'm excited about it. It's like it's folk music. It's great. It is. It is. Welcome, uh, welcome to Ghosticles. Yes. Ladies and germs. <laughs> and um, ghosts and ghouls and out ghosts there. And we ghouls. know you're listening. We know you know. You hear us. It's cool. You can just let your... I was going to say owners. That's not right. Uh, <laughs> your, your, your humans. Your haunty. Your, oh, your, human. uh, your, haunt, your haunty. Your haunty. Your haunty. Your host. Your host. That makes no, them sound, that makes like, sound parasites. like a parasite. <laughs> we know you're not a parasite. You let your haunty. Let just your a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Let, Nothing let your terrifying. your roommate. <laughs> Or you're, uh, you're unbeknownst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a little, a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But then, and that doesn't mean a hand job. I don't, I don't mean that. That could be disturbing. But I mean, unless they're Ooh, into it, then totally I, a ghostly do that. hand job? We're getting that out of control. Off, that would be awfully cold. I know. Um, but what if you like it that way? I, then, you know, cool. Have I guess it. haunted house is for you, if, as long as the ghost consents. Right. Uh, you, you just, just don't scare them. Just don't scare them, is all we're saying. <laughs> You know the ones that don't want to see you. Don't show yourself to them. They don't. I'm going to start now. Yeah, do it. Just to get us back on the rail. Um, <laughs> this is from Rue. We've missed you, Rue. We uh, Rue says, hi, Jamie and Michael. It's been quite some time since I've submitted anything to this incredible podcast. In fact, the last story I sent in actually kicked off the very first episode of Google Intentions. You did. You can't imagine how thrilled I was to hear Michael, that's me, read about my late grandmother and the links she went to just to get my father to cope with her passing. I remember that story very well. That. Michael, you're a favorite actor of mine, and I can't thank you enough for the justice, justice and beauty you brought to the tale. Oh, mm. I was just reading it. <laughs> you managed to get my skeptical, extraordinary father to reflect on the experience with a little more sincerity, too. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's... Oh, already you're making me feel stuff. We've been doing... Oh, God, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I have a few motives for submitting another story today. One, it's been just over a year since School Intentions began. This is true. And I can't begin to tell you what the podcast has come to mean to me since its premiere. I'm a huge fan of the main episodes, but Ghosticles in particular has brought me solace on some of my hardest and loneliest days. Aww. Thrilling tales and hilarious anecdotes aside, it's also the perfect length for my daily commute to work, which sh uh, would be entirely without the company of, uh, you fine folks provide. Aww, <laughs> she means us. To my family, um, too, my family is gearing up to move from New Jersey to Kentucky next week. Parents, grandma, brother, dog, and all. Yeah. And the house I spent close to 20 years of my life in is being put up for sale. Aww. We've also never been more than 10 minutes apart from each other before, so I'm feeling awfully sad and sentimental about the whole situation. And so I wanted to share one of the spooky experiences we encountered while living together there as an homage to the house and to my family's impending departure from it. That's Ooh. sweet. 
been there. Um, this ghost story is sweet. It's so sweet. While okay. I've had one or two curious experiences myself, it's really my mother who's most sensitive to the supernatural. Even in the case of my paternal grandmother, it was my mother who encountered the most intense and inexplicable activity. I recall that, yes. So it came as no real shock to her when, on uh, one unremarkable day, a man suddenly appeared beside her in the kitchen as she was chopping some onions up for dinner. Uh-oh. She told me she felt him before she saw him, the sensation of an unease you get when someone penetrates your personal bubble. Looking at him, she described him as a short, stout, older gentleman, mostly bald and dressed in a disheveled suit. She specifically remembers that his dress shirt was half untucked and that a tie was absent from his collar. Placing her kitchen knife aside, she blinked twice to make sure she wasn't seeing things. Of course, the man remained, simply staring at her without saying a word. It was only then that my mother started to scream, There's a man in the house! There's a man in the house! (laughs) But she put her knife to the side! Yeah, listen, keep that knife in your hand. Yeah, if you see a strange man, don't, don't. I mean, no, don't put the knife down. Um, if you're going to rub your eyes first, do. <laughs> don't. Well, but you've been chopping onions. Don't rub your eyes. Don't. Just don't rub your um, eyes. Uh, this prompted my father, who was working down in the basement, to come barreling up the stairs, armed with a baseball bat. By the time he arrived, the man had vanished. My mom calmed down almost immediately, but my dad tore apart the house looking for an intruder anyway. Of course, he found nothing. It's worth noting that while his presence certainly startled her, my mother insists that she wasn't afraid of the man. On the contrary, he apparently gave off a very kind aura. He mostly seemed confused, she said, as if he had no idea who or where he was. He also seemed a little sad. The next night, around midnight, my mother was awake watching television in bed. The room was dark aside from the glow of the screen from across the room, but it was enough light for her to make out a figure in the doorway. Sure enough, the man in his disheveled suit was standing there, peering in curiously. Alarming, yes, but again, my mother wasn't afraid. If anything, she was annoyed. Very sternly, she demanded that he get out of the house. She said this over and over until he quietly stepped away from the door, disappearing into the night. I wonder how she said it. Was she like, get out of the house, get out of the house, or was she was like, you better get out, you get out of this. No, you better bad get, dog, go get home. Out. Go home, <laughs> out of the house. Mom fell asleep soon after, fearless as she is. The next morning, my dad remarked how loudly she'd been talking in her sleep. You were just having some kind of nightmare. You kept yelling at someone to get out of the house. My mom just rolled her eyes. I wasn't asleep. The next night, my mother and grandmother were sitting together in the dining room talking over empty plates and Diet Cokes. Uh, From where they were seated, they could see straight through the kitchen to our back door and deck. So glancing up, my mother once again caught sight of the disheveled man standing outside by the door, staring back at her with big, perplexed eyes. She quickly tried to steer my grandmother's attention to him, shouting, there he is, there he is. But by the time my 90-year-old grandmother was able to shift in her chair to look, he'd already turned away. Uh, Mom then saw him cross the deck and enter the yard where he disappeared. But she was certain that he wouldn't be returning, and he never did. Mm. My family's home is nearly a hundred years old and situated on the edge of a historic community. Over the last century, plenty of tenants have come, lived, and died. My mom and I are pretty sure that this man, whoever he was, was likely a former occupant of the house. After his death, we speculate that he wanted to go somewhere familiar or perhaps somewhere that meant a lot to him in life. That makes total sense to me. I mean, if it were me, this house would be at the top of my list. The memories my family and I have made there, the music we've played, the bonds we've built, the holidays we've shared, will live on in that house, uh, in those walls far beyond us. 
Though I'm saying goodbye to it in life, I'm choked up now as I write about it, I'm not certain I'd be able to resist a visit in death. Thank you so much for considering my submission and for all the work that you do to bring this podcast to life every week. I'll be listening and leaning on your stories and banter as I adjust to this move and new chapter. You're both so wonderful, and I hope you have a spooktacular October. Sincerely, Rue. Thank that's you, so Rue. sweet. That I hope your new story. house is haunted by really cool ghosts that the give you nice stories. The one in Kentucky? Stories. I mean, it's Kentucky. Also, Kentucky's beautiful. I don't know where, you're, where the, your family's moving, but it's beautiful, so at least you'll get to that's see it. It's hard to move, though, especially when you've lived in one place for a long time. Well, or to have them move out, like especially because, you know, you go to your parents' house. They've been there forever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, then mm-hmm. do you think you can't go? That's hard. It's weird. Yeah, when my when my grandparents passed away and my grandfather sold their house, and that, mm-hmm. I grew up in that house. Yeah. And when they sold that house, I would drive by there and be like, oh, I want to go in. Yeah. I want to do what they do in movies and just show up at the front door and be like, hey, I used to live here as a kid. Can I look around? But I figure nowadays it's kind, of kind of a sketchy thing to do. Right. We, with ours, uh, my, my mom and dad moved into my grandpa's house. So both of them I had, you know, had my whole life. So even... Like, at least if I wasn't going to be going back to the other house, the one house, I could go to the grandparents' house, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, when my dad passed away, we moved my mom down here. So when it was saying goodbye to that house, too, was hard. But mm-hmm. but now she has a pool, so. <laughs> Much cooler. It's cooler. It's better. Uh, uh, what you got for us? I got Deanna. Deanna. Hiya. I just wanted to start with, I freaking love the podcast. It is great accompaniment. <laughs> for lengthy drives, though I should probably not listen to it as often when it's dark and I'm driving as I have a tendency to make myself a little jumpy. Don't be jumpy while driving. That's bad. It's a bad idea. Anyways, I have two <laughs> different things to submit today. The first one is more amusing and only sort of linked with ghosts and the supernatural. For a little bit of context, I'm a high school teacher in Australia and I primarily teach English. Ooh. The building I teach in is at least 30 years old and I work on the third floor. On the same floor, there is only one other teacher who teaches, uh, whoa, uh, <laughs> this font, I probably should have increased this font. Um, on the same floor, <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? There is only one other teacher who teaches on the same floor as me regularly. The other rooms are specialty rooms or only used for theory. The other teacher is a really good friend, and theory she's rooms. an English teacher Sorry, as I'm, well. What? It's an Australian thing. Theory rooms. I'm I like, don't know. I like to believe it's music it's theory. It's like lab or something. Yeah. Like what we'd call lab. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, Sorry. I want to think it's If music. anyone cares to clarify. I just want to think it's music theory. Yeah, and that's maybe. how they are in, in Australia elementary schools. That'd be awesome. Uh, the other teacher is the friend and is an English teacher as well, but is also the drama teacher in the school. So she has both an English classroom and a drama teaching space. My friend was teaching a play, Ruby Moon, which is about a young girl who goes to visit her grandmother and disappears. My friend taught this over July, and the room was creaking and groaning as the winter winds picked up and battered against the old building, as opposed to here in July when it's 100,000 degrees. Because <laughs> they live like two miles from the sun. Right. No, I mean here in Texas. Because we live two miles, two miles from, from the, from sun. the sun. Exactly. Um, as well as the general sounds that come with an older building, the door sits a little loose in the frame and tends to rattle as people walk up and down the corridor. One day with her senior drama class, she began joking that all the rattling was Ruby from the play coming to visit. It became a bit of a joke between our seniors and the two of us. Anytime a door opened on its own, something rattled, something fell over, etc. We blamed Ruby. 
Well, here comes the more amusing part. We began making the joke when other students are around, and some of our seniors started passing the story around to the younger students, you know, as they do. Our year sevens latched on. They wanted to know about the ghost called Ruby. So my friends started becoming more and more mysterious, saying to the year seven kids, you'll find out when you get older. Now, I'm a roll call teacher for the year sevens, and my friend is your advisor. So we were kind of teasing them about the ghost, and now the story has taken off. We have been asked if it was about that person who died jumping off the third floor, which there has been nothing of the sort. <laughs> However, the story has taken a life of its own, and now I'm wondering if we're going to have a genuine haunting or a talu- talpa, 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 because the stories keep growing. And as an English teacher, I keep wondering if I should put a stop to it or allow their imagination to grow. Basically, that's the story of how, in a perfectly normal school where nothing horrifying has ever happened, <laughs> we may have accidentally caused a haunting. <laughs> Whoopsies, Whoopsies, ghost! ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the second story has to do with the moments I would genuinely consider to be linked with the spiritual, spiritual world. Over the last 11 years, I have lost three of my grandparents. I was not close with all of them, but the two I was extremely close to have left a lasting memory of not only their life, but also their passing. My grandmother on my dad's side got sick when I was 16, so I won't say her death was completely unexpected. However, despite the fact that I desperately wanted to be by her side, I was forced to continue going to school. On the day of her death, I was on a train with the school going to Sydney. I lived about two hours south of Sydney. I remember contemplating jumping off the train at the station closest to the hospital she was at. As we got closer to Sydney, the feeling of wanting to jump off the train to see her began to diminish. I sat with my head resting on the window. At 8.03 a.m., I just started crying. Tears were flowing, and I, for the life of me, couldn't get myself to stop. Then, a feeling of peace. There was nothing for it. I stopped crying and got myself together, did the study day in Sydney, and went home. When I got home, my parents were home. They had left that morning and weren't intending to be home for the next couple of days. So I knew when I saw the car that she was gone. I burst into tears. I eventually came inside. I wanted to know everything. My aunts and uncles had told my grandmother at 8 o'clock that my dad was on his way. He had just entered the building. And at 8.03, she breathed her last. This was a similar occurrence with my grandfather on my mom's side. I lived with him the time I was at university, so I was quite close to him. Last year, he got sick. Now I live two hours away from my parents' house, so I went and visited one weekend after he had been moved into a nursing home near my parents. I went and saw him. My mother had told me that he wanted to know where I was. After university, I moved to England for a while, as Australians do. We move everywhere. (laughs) I told him it was okay to go because he was in an unimaginable pain. Hmm. The next day, I was heading home. I had stuck around as long as I could afford to because I had to work on Monday. I got in the car, and halfway home, I got the same feeling I had gotten with my grandmother, that feeling of urgency to do something. I nearly turned the car around, but I knew I couldn't afford the time off work. Around 3.30 p.m., I once again burst into tears. I couldn't stop crying, so I pulled the car over for, for a few to collect myself. I got home and pottered around doing chores. My phone rang and my heart sank. My mom just said, I'm sorry, he was gone by 3.30. Hmm. Whilst I've never had any paranormal experiences, I know that this was my grandparents saying their goodbye to me. Which is a paranormal experience. Yes. It, I mean, it is. I, would, I count it. Yeah, I think that counts. Definitely. Mm. Such mm. a good story. Mm. Thank you, Deanna. Yeah. People are being very, there's some sensitive moments I think that we all have with especially deaths of loved ones like that. Yeah. That we're really grateful that you guys send us, you know, you're so open about this pain that it can cause. And 
you know, having family move away mm. and all of that stuff, but mm-hmm. to share with us some of these these stories that kind of connect you closer to these people. That's the power of putting it into a story too, That's by true. the way. It's we just, just helps you process it. It helps you it helps turns it into currency mm-hmm. that you can use to get closer yeah. to someone else. And we just really appreciate you guys sharing that with yeah, us. Too, yeah, I feel very I feel very loved hearing yeah, me that too. story. Me too. All right. I have one <laughs> from uh, Jordan. Jordan? J-I-O-R-D-A-N? Jordan? 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 Maybe just Jordan. I'm Maybe just Jordan. It's a cool spelling. Yeah. I apologize if I'm saying your name incorrectly, but to me, you will always be Jordan. And that <laughs> seems fitting because apparently I say a lot of things wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is, Jordan says, y'all are haunted as fuck. We are. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Hi again, my name is Jordan. Uh, I said something to Michael on Twitter about how in Ghost Ghouls 33, it sounded like he said wanking sheets. (laughs) (laughs) I'll admit I wasn't sober either the first time I heard it, uh, so that could have been, uh, had something to do with it. The two following times, I still heard wanking sheets, sober, (laughs) but the fourth time... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was in the kitchen minding my own business when in stormed my husband Wilbur in a jealous rage. Can y'all tell me what musical that's from? Joking. Chicago. Um, <laughs> try me, bitch. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got me. You got me. I'm dead. You got me. Oh. While an angry man busting in my kitchen would be frightening, what actually happened was creepier. <laughs> I put my food uh, in the microwave, and as Michael says, when we buried people, we tr- uh, we used to bury them in waking sheets, different sheets. I was very clearly, I very clearly felt someone put a hand on my shoulder and say, winding sheet. <laughs> it, it was Michael's voice, but it sounded like he was actually in the room with me. I had my earphones in, and the voice was louder than the Michael in my headphones. <gasps> Uh, uh, <laughs> fair to say I was freaked the fuck out usually I would have noped my way out of there and ran back to my room but my food wasn't done my, <laughs> logical I my, get it my heart started pounding when I turned to look at where the hand had been and all I saw was a shadow go by and disappear Ooh. when it hit the wall that wasn't me it I was swear you. to god it was I'm you, not Michael. that much of a grammar Nazi um it's not even about being a grammar Nazi. It's accuracy. Is it, yeah, it's me. Like, it's not what it said. It's not what it said. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm Actually, sorry. realistically, I, you would have liked it to have been wanking sheets forever. No comment. I listened to the episode a total of six times because you guys are so funny. But I'll now I hear it as whining sheet instead of wanking. And honestly, it makes me a bit sad. <laughs> As much as I would love to hear Michael's voice in person, that wasn't what I meant. If Michael wouldn't mind, can I get him to give me his best Mayuri do-do-do as, replace, as repayment for scaring the shit out of me? Love you guys. Fair. There, I gave it to you. But when I say it, I want you to picture like me in the room like just saying it in your ear while you're making a sandwich or something. With your hand on Yeah, with on my hand on your shoulder or, or, or just, just standing there awkwardly like I would do in life. Yeah. Going. In real life, I mean, going doo, doo, doo. nice there, there. That was good. That's, All right. I didn't know I was a ghost. That is so funny. It's funny. I and just... it's not the only time your voice has been used. Do I have powers I don't know about? It could be. Oh, man, why, don't, why can't so. I use them? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Knowing is half the battle. You have to know you have them first. And now that you know that you have them. That's my quirk. It's your quirk. That's my quirk. Because yeah. I can I can astral project my voice to to correct myself. 
Actually, what I said was winding sheet. Thank you. I think it's winding sheet. That is going to be the sort of ghost I am. I'm going to just randomly appear to correct people in their misconceptions because yeah. uh, I'm that But I do asshole. like that whatever it is, it's just like... No, that's not right. You've, winking sheets, winding it. sheets. Winding, it's winding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's so funny. I feel like if you ever listen to that episode again, just out loud say, it's wanking, and see what happens. And then you'll hear my voice going, ugh. Uh, it's winding. Oh God, so funny. Okay, moving on, moving on. It was a great story. We've <laughs> thank got, you, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. Uh, Kai, hello again to the moon and stars of my eternal spooky evening. Oh, that's nice. great. It's beautiful. That's I love great. that. I accept. Yeah. I, the ever lovely Kai, I love that, uh, <laughs> come with a trio of bits, an update, an actually, and a discovery. <gasps> yes. My update is pretty simple, but a bit of a bummer. Those DMs picked up again from my older house guest very recently. Okay, so here's an aside to sum up. Mm, mm, uh, mm. Kai had the ghost ghostwriter from the cold open in episode 37. Right, right, One of right. the lines they were inspired to write was, she sat in the corner of your eye, skin painstakingly pulled into bone that made her seem more akin to a corpse than she would have hoped. Her decaying hand reached out to you, asking rather nicely to partake in the horror of death. You rem- I don't know if you I remember. Do, yeah, I do so remember I just, that. To, Ooh, for everybody to recall line. that. So to continue... Curiously, the temperature in Detroit dipped down into the floor, so that's a big hmm from me. She is not as aggressive, thankfully. A bit more kind in her asking me to throw myself into a hole, which I guess proves that she is working in some lingering energy in not uh, in my not quite that old house. And it's gotten cold, I guess. It's weird, right? I feel like that's weird. It's weird. It's weird. I'll say that. It gets weird. cold in Detroit, though. It does. But, like, why would the cold stir it back up? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just the time of year and it's less Sometimes cold. the time of year, sometimes seasonal changes can, can affect people in some ways. I know I find myself more sensitive to things when yeah. fall comes in. And I don't know whether it's just the association with the time of year because Halloween right. or whether Halloween's that time of year because that's how people tend to feel around right. that time. That it's just we like just a window start, opens in our soul around this time of year. We start listening better. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, my actually is on YouTube's head though. <laughs> I was at Mitsuri Con. Just missed you, Michael. Sorry. It was a busier show for us than we thought. And while walking to the truck, I hung out for a bit waiting for my coworkers. I'm from Detroit and have only ever lived in mega, mega metros. So a city's a city to me, and it makes me unreasonably bold when wandering places I have never been. This is the Grand River of this city. This is kind of like Plymouth. Yeah. My mom hates this about me, and now I get why. <laughs> After I eventually got to the truck, we were driving for the weekend. I climbed into a cab and waited. We parted in a lot... Maybe a quarter of a mile from the conventions. We parked in a lot, maybe a quarter mile from the convention center. Totally open and zero safety because <laughs> who needs that? In about 20 minutes time, I get a knock on the door. In that moment, two young kids were upon me. In my head, it was easy. Oh, cosplayers. They might need directions. I'll casually tell them I can't help and go back to my epic Tetric play. So I roll down the window. This is what we get. Hey, the red pixie cut one asks. Can you give us a ride? Uh, no, I can't. I'm waiting for some people. This has taken a turn, so I shut it down quickly. Please, we're totally stuck. Could you just help us out? Asks the long blonde-haired one. Um, nah, I don't do that kind of thing in cities I'm not from. And it's in this moment that I see that they have pitch black eyes. 
Mm-hmm. I've worn those black, those all black contacts before. They have next to no vision. You take your pick and you are done. So when I see these two with pitch black eyes, like staring up at a starless sky, I panic. I'm a pretty b- big person, right? Confident in my fight versus flight plays, but this had me terrified. Like beyond reasonable amounts terrified. Hmm. I mean, it it seems reasonable at this point. It seems reasonable to be terrified of yeah. of that situation. Yeah, I would be. Right. One of them, the pixie cut, asks pretty forcefully, "Could you just let us in? We're not going to hurt you or anything. We're not even from here." And then, like the song of the Valkyries, I hear Jamie in my head go, hashtag Actually. <laughs> And I exhaled. (laughs) (laughs) And I exhaled a breath I didn't know I was holding. Okay, so y'all are fucking with me, right? This is a work. Did Michael put you up to this? Thankfully, they were not actors. I did not have to ask. I did not have a second burst of courage in me. They immediately broke character, laughed, and my friends came from the parking lot liquor store some feet away. I guess they just needed to see the giant scared shitless. Uh, The giant scared shitless, and honestly. I wish they'd recorded it somehow. The discovery is pretty tepid overall, but I am personally super proud. I've gotten really into the tarot, and as it would appear, the fates have decided that I get to be good at it. So if either of you cross paths with me, I am all for offering up a reading. Wishing you literally nothing but the best, Kai. Thank you, Kai. Thank you, Kai. That's such a good story. so great. (laughs) Black Eyed Children, hashtag. We did not put them up to it. I don't know. I don't know who that was, Mm-mm. but I, I assume they listened to the show. Yes. And I, <laughs> I enjoy like that so. immensely. Immensely. Oh, my gosh. Oh, good submissions this yes, week, as always. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, thank everyone. You, thank you. Uh, you can send those stories uh, to the website, ghoulintentions.com. It's at the top of the menu. It'll say, submit yes. your stories. You can Super also easy to buy do. T-shirts there yeah. as well. Um, I've had a few people from Australia ask me about um, shipping overseas and when we we will ship overseas if you go to the link that takes you to our store there's um, a way to contact color world who does our mm-hmm. shirts specifically mm-hmm. and they will um you can tell them where you are and they'll yeah. they'll work out yeah. a shipping situation yeah, yeah, yeah. so if you're out of the country and you want a shirt or something because i know we've shipped to australia before and we've mm-hmm. shipped to mm-hmm. you know England and all over, all over. So wherever there's ghosts, Canada, Canada, Canada. That's a state. Canada, Canada. Um, it's like a do 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 do. Canada. Do 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 do. <laughs> Can't help it. Can't help it. Can't help it. So uh, you are in a better mood lately. I am. I am. I Go. love it. It's a good look for you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, do we have anything else? Is there anything no, else? No, that's, that's it. That's Patreon's it. going. Yeah, Patreon's uh, the Discord going. has started. <laughs> we got through it. If you are a Discord um, patron, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, the chat has begun. Um, I have to make Michael join today because he got confused. I got it's technology. I can at least do that. I got confused about all the. Other I only know shit. how to communicate uh, with people as a shadow person in their kitchen. That's right. That's so. right. Let's try to <laughs> let's bring you into the modern day. Um, thank you to Alex and uh, the two alleys that helped me. <laughs> um, 
because it was very hard for me to figure out what was wrong. Um, mm. It was just like there was a weird fluke and I oh. had to kind of delete everything and redo oh. it. Gotcha. If you're still having problems connecting with the Discord, uh, go to the Patreon community page and there is um, Allie there has given you a f- quick fix for that. Sweet. Um, and, and the Discord, of course, is available for Revenants and the Phantasm yeah. tiers. Nice. And so we're already having some fun discussions. Sweet. The first thing I had to do was request it was a pets area because everybody's sharing pictures of their pets. I love it. Oh it's my God, yes. And ghost stories it. and all kinds of stuff. Oh. So it's really fun. Um, oh and of course, our first uh, BOGO, at our bonus ghost club will probably come out tomorrow or Saturday. So good, good, we're good. going with BOGO on that one. I love um, it. Although the <laughs> first one, when you hear it, we don't know what we're going to go with. Yeah. We, But now we're going with BOGO. But now we're going, we're going with BOGO. Um, so... Anyway, uh, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. You're the best. Thank you for supporting us. Um, whether you're listening or a patron, we just really appreciate all of you yes, so much. Yes, we do. And remember, it's, it's okay, okay to, to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on. Glancing up, my mother once again caught sight of the disheveled man standing outside by the door, staring back at her. Yeah. Damn. Well, that wasn't from my computer, though. That was from something else. That was from your phone? It must have been. It, was... it sounded like the computer. Maybe the volume is just down a little Maybe. bit. Maybe. Anyway.